0: Welcome back everyone. This is We Like What We Like. I'm Javier Augusto, and with me as always, Adelaide Laurie.
1: Hello everyone.
0: So, Adelaide, what did you like this week?
1: Uh, Let's see, I liked that AEW has created such an aura around it. Um, that you never know what's true what's false. So thinking maybe um Bray Wyatt aka Wyndham Rotunda will be at this show tonight
0: because it's in Rochester yeah. and that's when Brody Lee was supposed to be. Yeah, debut. exactly. Got it.
1: Is uh, you know it's a little adds a little edge of excitement will he won't he I know they haven't really like put anything out yeah. but still because they've been so successful at bringing people in, it's still that little tiny, will you see Santa Claus? Will you not see Santa Claus? Same kind of thing.
0: You know, if he does, if his next character is sort of this evil Santa Claus character, I'm actually going to be very pleased. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be here tonight. I think we got a better chance of seeing him for the Halloween show. But if he does show, it will make me very happy. And All right. So
1: uh, what did you
0: like? Well, I, I'm I'm going to stay in the uh, vein of Mr. Rotunda and the uh, um, Wyatt family. I like that Tony Khan came out and dedicated uh, tonight's dynamite to the memory of Brody Lee, John Huber.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: I, yeah, I think it's absolutely amazing. I think that he was so, super inspirational, and because of that, he and deserves it. Well-liked. A, a well-liked everywhere. Beloved.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so they... Um... Because of that, um, he Tony Kahn worked with uh, John Huber, Brodie Lee's wife, Amanda, and they are starting the John Huber Legacy Foundation. Interesting. So you can go to the website. It's johnhuberlegacyfoundation.org.
0: Speak about that for a second. Let, him, let everybody know about it.
1: Yeah. So they're going uh, going to be providing support to people in creative fields who have not taken the next step in their career because of family obligations and that stems from um Brodie Lee almost or John Huber almost giving up wrestling to take care of his growing family um and so when she was pregnant or uh, giving birth at the hospital he had already made a decision that he needs to stop wrestling and start making more money for his family when wwe called him while he was at the hospital to call him up to to wrestle for them
0: which i mean that's amazing how the universe works and how you get these different things to happen but the foundation and you know what i'm going to gloss over the vince mcmahon part of this because yes without vince mcmahon without an organization as large as the wwe john hubert wouldn't have made that money he might not have inspired the people that he inspired. He might not have inspired other wrestlers to A, stay in wrestling, B, continue their wrestling dreams, and to make the world a better place. Britt, uh, Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, wasn't inspired by Brody Lee. She was already going into wrestling. But it was her very first match when she got her nose broken. I'm sorry. Yeah, when she got her nose broken, where he looked at her, and there's this anecdote out there where, she, where he laughs and says... Well, that was the shortest heel run of all time. And she said, huh? And it's because if you bleed, you're a baby face. Red equals green, Britt. That's how it works. And he said that to her, and I thought that was cute. Yeah. He's a guy that goofed around with people, that gave people advice. I'm going to move on from that, but it, it's just one of those stories that you know makes me think his name should continue.
1: So what I guess they're going to do is anybody in the creative fields um, who are not able to move on because, you know, you're paying bills instead of paying for editing like me, which without you, I would not be able to afford. So, or you're an artist, but you can't take the time to put put your, I don't know how it works and if you're an artist, but like go to places and show shows. your art, correct? Do shows, yeah. If you're having to work two jobs to keep food on the table. If you're so, a singer,
0: even if you're a business right. person inside the creative field. Or a wrestler.
1: Field. Yeah. They are going to provide not only money, but also resources to show you how to best market yourself or who, who to talk to, how to do it. And I think that's amazing because I'm still floundering after two books. I don't know what it's like if someone were you know to publish my books so because i'm doing it myself
0: yeah and i'll I'll tell you it is it's one of those things that i absolutely think is just amazing yeah that they feel that this is the kind of thing that he would have pushed for and somehow i think they're right
1: yeah sure
0: so um let's talk about the card let's uh let's not get sappy even though we want to I just Huber think it's amazing as
1: right. a as an artist it's just starting out. I think it's amazing. I think that's a, a, a awesome foundation, and I'm super happy that they're doing it. Yeah.
0: All right. So that's the John Huber Legacy Foundation.org. Correct. All right. Check it out, folks. Now, uh, yeah, let's toe down the card. First off, Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Versus Jungle Boy.
1: Oh, I'm not going to do it because. You're not? No, I don't. I don't know how it works with thousands and thousands of fans. We could get copyright strike.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know, I. You know what? It's Shelton Benjamin that's leading the charge to come after us.
1: So, <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. And then after them is John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen versus Bear Country. Nice. I've been saying Big Country,
0: Scottish band, nineteen eighties.
1: With um, Anthony Green, so that right. should be fun.
0: Anthony Green, indie wrestler. Um, pretty sure I know who's taking the pin, but he's a pretty good wrestler, so it'll be fun to see him do okay. it.
1: And then who's next?
0: Oh, absolutely! It is Orange Cassidy with the Dark Order. So we're getting into the the uh, Dark Order side of the uh, card.
1: I have a feeling I'm gonna cry.
0: It's you're probably gonna cry. Yeah. You're you're a big crier. Uh, and their versus uh, HFO, which is you know Matt Hardy is technically the other so- uh, half of that debut. Yeah, he was also supposed to debut the same night as Brody Lee, and he did debut. They both debuted at Daly's Place in Jacksonville. Yeah, so well, that'll be fun.
1: All right, and then we have Anna Jay and Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny.
0: Well, I like that. I absolutely yeah. like that.
1: Another Brody Lee. I remember when he passed away. Anna Jay was devastated. Oh, she
0: was a wreck. She couldn't talk. She couldn't move. Yeah,
1: and he, he really um, helped her. So yeah. I, I know yeah. that the, this is going to be a good one for yeah for her too.
0: Absolutely, and and the thing is that they've all been wrestling so well, and Ty Conti is absolutely super athletic. Uh, Penelope Ford is finally getting to have matches like she used to in the Indies, where you can see her actually do things. Yeah, um, I think the bunny is a solid wrestler, so it's fun to watch. And Anna has come along so much, so this is gonna yeah. be a fun match in my yeah. opinion. Uh, then of course Dante Martin Woohoo! with Matt Seidel versus Cody Rhodes and Big shoddy Lee Johnson.
1: What? What are you gonna say?
0: I mean, I was gonna say Cody and Sh- and uh, Lee Johnson is amazing. That's I'm I'm all I'm here for that.
1: Sure, I'm totally here for not that. Dante Martin all the way, (laughs) baby.
0: Hey, don't give him something else's gimmick.
1: I can do it all I want.
0: (laughs) Dante Martin is very smooth. He's very nice to watch. I think we're probably going to enjoy that match a lot.
1: Yes. And we're both the same age, so pretty cool. You and Dante Martin, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, you're both 20. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely true. And finally, we have Miro (laughs) versus Sammy
0: Guevara. Guevara.
1: Is it? Guevara. Guevara oh
0: yeah well regardless uh sammy is gonna i'm gonna enjoy watching miro beat sammy and it'll be fun for me
1: i just gave them both o's
0: i i get what you did i get what you did i thought it was great
1: yeah sorry sammy
0: yeah sorry for the loss it's gonna be okay though (laughs) you're about to get married you're all right you gotta get written off tv anyway
1: sure Uh, sure
0: all right so let's see everybody after the first match
1: let's see what's next
0: Well, that was a heck of a match. It
1: was a heck of a match.
0: Adam Cole, baby, proving that he uh, he still got it. I mean, he hasn't wrestled in so long. I was I was worried there would be ring rust.
1: Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he was uh, wrestling against Jungle Boy.
0: Yep, your your uh, IRL boyfriend.
1: So, what we had was we had the three most over entrances right in a row. Because we had CM Punk coming out because yes. he's commentating. Yep,
0: he's on commentary. So, he
1: came out with his music, walked around the ring, showed love to the audience, and and sat down. And then it was Adam. all about the boom. boom.
0: Great, great. We just blew out somebody's eardrum on that crap. You're welcome. Yep, sorry about that.
1: Nope, not.
0: Uh <laughs> But absolutely, Adam Cole's uh, music, which is super over. They yes. even put it over on commentary, talking about how it's number one on uh, Twitter. Or no,
1: they said Spotify. Well, yeah, and... that's it. Yeah,
0: on Spotify, and... and
1: and then Jungle Boy came out. It
0: makes sense. I downloaded it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, I did not know that. Yeah, I totally did. Okay. And uh, then Jungle Boy came out, and uh, I didn't realize that Tarzan Boy, a what 1991 song, had gotten that far over. Man, now I do they have love to. Cr- it. I do have to correct one thing. I know that I threw out facts and figures. I'm wrong by at least five to ten years on everything.
1: Sure,
0: <laughs> that's just a regular just do thing. Like with give me.
1: or take five.
0: Yeah, just assume, give or take, five years. That, that's pretty accurate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was fun. Those three entrances were fun.
0: Yeah, and then the match did not disappoint oh, for no, that. Oh, no, not at all. You know, they hyped the, the audience with the entrance music. They yeah. were in there. And then they wrestled a very good match. He couple did. of near falls, you know. Got the Panama uh, Sunrise, which I enjoy. Yes. Jungle Boy did a, uh, a Hurricane Rana to the outside.
1: He did on
0: Adam Cole, which is
1: nuts. Which scared the crap out of me.
0: It does that. She gets scared. Uh,
1: it gets. It, I mean, he's so seamless, though. It's like it's all or nothing. There's no hesitation. Which. Makes me less nervous for him. It's the ones that I have time to think about that, oh, gosh, my heart just stops. Um, so, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's actually, I have a brother, and uh, me and my brother used to do, uh, uh, we used to watch wrestling together. We, I mean, he still watches wrestling, but we. he lives in Washington State. We don't get to hang out and watch wrestling anymore. But uh, we used to watch and in the 90s when the Hardys came out, And they started. We were huge fans because they were new and they were interesting. But Jeff Hardy was a maniac that did things that nobody had ever done. He's jumping off of 15, 20-foot ladders onto people on tables. So we started developing a phrase whenever anybody does it slow enough that you can think about it. You go, no, Jeff, don't. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't get that in Jungle Boy moments. It's not slow enough for you to actually drop a no, Jeff, don't.
1: So it was fun because in the beginning, they were all, the audience was chanting for um, Adam Cole, Adam Cole. And then they started singing Jungle Boy's song. Yeah. And then it was back and forth as the match went on, it was back and forth Jungle Boy, Adam Cole, more Jungle Boy than Adam Cole. Yeah. And by the end of it, um, I, think, I think we have a, a, a heel.
0: Oh, yeah, no, Adam Cole was definitely getting the boos in the yay-boo spots. He got the boo at the end of the match. But he still got cheered because, you know, he is exciting.
1: It's Adam Cole,
0: baby. Yeah. So, yeah, the match ended. Adam Cole got the boom on uh, Jungle Boy. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. After um, um, doing a referee spot with Aubrey Edwards where she was crowded, she couldn't see that he reached... That he did a back kick into Jungle did they,
1: Boy. Did they call it a donkey kick?
0: Mule kick, honey.
1: Dang it! That's was so close. <sighs> mule so donkey. sorry.
0: It's definitely a, it's definitely a mule kick. Okay. It's, it's what everybody's called it since the beginning of that kick. So he
1: won by cheating, which broke my little heart because I love Jungle Boy.
0: But he's it's, he's a heel. He's supposed to cheat to win. Yeah, whatever. Okay, uh, and then you know once uh, Jungle Boy went down after getting hit in the behoogs. He uh, hit him with the uh, the boom. A knee kick.
1: Oh, is it, is it the boom? Is it actually called the boom?
0: There's no such thing as a knee kick, Adelaide. doesn't yeah. exist. Sorry. It's a kick. It or kicked a with knee. his knee. No, no. No. It's a running knee. It's not a knee kick.
1: I thought it was the boom. <sighs> I'm so confused. <sighs> oh, All right, anyway. I'll get it. I'll get it someday. Oh, oh no, I'm going to. The sixteen tag match. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have all of the moves,
0: <laughs> all of them. Yep. Yep. The the momentum is built. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
1: then the the match ends. Good match. Great match. Loved it. Very entertaining. I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah. And
1: then who comes down the ramp? The
0: super elite. The super elite comes down. The greatest faction in all of Western professional wrestling.
1: We got the good boys. The Good Brothers, uh, sorry. Good brothers. Yeah, sorry. Wow. Sorry. It's, it's the Good Brothers. It's
0: like you're trying now.
1: I am trying. My very best. Please don't To break my please heart. Don't bully me.
0: <laughs> okay, I bully you. <laughs> Alright. So look. Okay,
1: so the Good Brothers yes. came down with
0: The Young Bucks. Kenny okay. Omega. Right. Uh Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler. Sure. And
1: Adam Cole was in the ring already. Yeah, Adam
0: Cole was in the ring already. So Carl Anderson, who was not there uh, last week, got a uh, the mic and went off and was very.
1: Can't be elite without the Good Brothers. Yeah. You can't be elite without
0: uh, Adam Adam Cole. Cole,
1: baby. You can't be elite without the Young Bucks.
0: Correct.
1: You can't be elite without the AEW world champion, Kenny Omega.
0: And Nakazawa and Cutler.
1: Yes. And then Adam (laughs) Cole talks.
0: Yeah, Adam Cole talks. And, you know, um, puts himself over as some type of conquering hero.
1: Yes, but most importantly, he gets
0: booed. He did get booed for putting himself over on Jungle Boy. He said I told all of you I was going to beat Jungle Boy and then starts getting a solid cr- uh, chorus of Booze. boos which I, I thought was great. You know, if the fans are booing you, they appreciate your gimmick. And then
1: Nakazawa did something stupid whatever.
0: <laughs> Nakazawa got the mic after they said he was the greatest promo in all of professional wrestling and, and he the, tried. The I crowd mean, he tried. <clears throat> uh, CM Punk. Yeah, they CM Punk hijacked him, which was hilarious. Uh, Even CM Punk, who was on commentary, laughed about it.
1: Yeah, and then Kenny Omega gets on the mic.
0: And the CM Punk chants stop.
1: Yes, but the yes chants start.
0: Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Which
1: brings out...
0: Brian Danielson. Correct. The American Dragon, who challenges Kenny Omega to a rematch, but thankfully AEW doesn't do automatic rematches. So, you know, Kenny Omega, being a heel that he is, says no, no chance. The fans chant, yes, that they want one. Brian Danielson says, well, you know, they They want want one. I want want one. one. So if you don't want one, it's because.
1: You, uh, let's see, not enough balls to get in the ring with him.
0: Not enough balls. Wow. I I don't know if he meant beach balls.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe he meant beach balls. Not enough balls for a rematch which then the crowd it's a ball it's a
0: ball pitch it's a ball pit rematch that's the stipulation they're going to wrestle in a ball pit
1: but i don't think that the crowd understood that because then they said kenny no balls
0: ah yes they started chanting kenny no balls yeah it was good
1: yeah (laughs) it was
0: solid then kenny ran around and told everybody that he would show them his balls in the elite you know, to prove that he has balls because to he put is...
1: in the ball pit for them. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly.
0: Exactly. A ball pit thing. Yeah. And he's looking at the, at the young bucks. He's like, I've got balls. I've got big balls. Uh, and the good brothers, of course, agree yeah, of that course he has he huge does. balls yeah, yeah. and everybody mm-hmm. agrees. And I don't know why you would use huge balls in a ball pit, but whatever. You know, that's that's a personal choice when a wrestling match happens. Well so
1: then Brian Danielson said, Fine, not you, then I will take any of the elites. So any of you that have enough balls to come and face me, um, we'll do that on rampage. To which Kenny says, Nah nah, man, we'll do it tonight. And so he's like, You guys want us, Brian Danielson, you guys want us to do a match tonight and the crowd goes crazy.
0: I, I love your imitation of Brian Danielson. That was just that was spot on. Stop
1: I'm not trying to steal Brian Danielson's spot. I'm trying to steal Excalibur's spot.
0: Got it. Got it. Now I'm caught up. Now I'm so
1: up. he, my imitation of him is irrelevant. <laughs> so, <Jeez. geez. laughs> that's great. Uh, I'm sorry you popped me on that. All right. Uh,
0: so regardless, it ends with uh, Kazarian and uh, Jurassic Express and uh
1: and marco yeah they all
0: come to the ring and they clear out the heels the heels go up the ramp to chance of kenny no balls and then they cut the commercial and uh they're setting up the next match and so are we
1: so i have to say i liked that one
0: i liked it too all right
1: on to the next
0: okay so we got a couple of things happening in this section First things first, you get the Lucha Brothers uh, attempting to do a, uh, a backstage uh, promo. But Andrade comes up with Jose, his uh, valet. And uh, he, uh, says that, uh, he says that... He says, where's Pac. <laughs> and for those of you who don't speak Spanish, at that point, they were like, I don't know. And Penta says... I love that I got to say that. Yeah, And Penta says... Búscalo tú, which means you look for him. <laughs> so it's it's just fun and funny. But they were holding their uh, AEW championships, and they were also holding their AAA tag team titles. And uh, Andrade says he has a lot of luchador friends that would love to take those titles off them. I assume he was referring to the AAA ones. Now that immediately leads me to those. To the my one of my favorite Hispanic factions, Los Ingobernables, which would include Roosh, who, if I'm not mistaken, is available right now. Ooh! That is Andrade's brother, and it would be amazing to see Los Ingobernables in AEW. That would be fun. It would be a, so much. Folks, you're in for a treat if you've if never seen them. If that's what
1: happens.
0: If that's what happens. Now, uh, after that, we got Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus
1: my boy, Dante Martin. <laughs> Dante
0: Martin and Matt Seidel, who, I mean, just, just probably one of the better uh, high-flying duos. Uh, ironically, Matt Seidel's brother's injured and Dante Martin's brother's injured. So it just kind of makes sense that those two should pair together. Yeah. The, the durable ones in the <laughs> tag <10 years. laughs> Also technically the most talented.
1: Don't jinx them. You're uh, like the announcer who's I, like, I'm he's not... never missed a kick. And then what happens?
0: Right. I don't think I'm popular enough and or powerful enough to do that.
1: I, I'm putting it out in the universe. We are popular
0: enough. I, I don't know how to respond to this. Like, okay. do, I, do I do I praise us for being pop, powerful enough? No, or do I didn't say
1: powerful. I said popular. Right. Do
0: I praise us for being popular enough? And then do, I, or do I Or do, do I, do I, am I sad that I hurt somebody? <laughs> like. All right. all right, so uh, let's jump through. Let's jump through.
1: Okay, lots of jumps.
0: Yes, lots of flips.
1: Lots of flips.
0: Unfortunately, I think the best flipping stuff to like the outside and stuff like that all happened in picture in picture. Yes. So it took away from my enjoyment of the match, even it though I thought still the match good. was probably good.
1: the best I've ever seen Cody Rhodes because I'm not a Cody Rhodes fan.
0: That's because you don't understand true craftsmanship,
1: as you've told me before. I understand, but this one I thought I really liked it. I thought he was very good. I thought his jump to the outside looked really very smooth. Um, not scripted, if you will. Yeah, he's, he's um, very paint by numbers when he wrestles new people. And then Matt people. Seidel went out and, and jumped out too. And his was amazing. Probably one of the best. Yeah, well, yeah. He and then it was topped in. by Dante.
0: Well, Dante Martin is... is- the tall version of Pac. Yeah. The taller, less muscular he version of on Pac. His feet. Yeah. He
1: hit them and landed on his feet.
0: I honestly would very much like to enjoy Pac. Actually, now that I've said it out loud, I want to see Pac and Dante Martin go yeah, at each other. Ele- yeah. I would love to see Pac beat Dante Martin. Yeah. I'm sure Dante Martin will win a match someday against him, but not now. <laughs>
1: so the action went back into the ring.
0: Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Pre- Lee Johnson won with this interesting... Mo- I'm sorry. First, let me talk about how Dante Martin... Came off the top turnbuckle on what is a ostensibly a missile dropkick, except he did it in a forward dropkick fashion. Which I guess if you're standing flat on your feet in the ring, it would be a shotgun dropkick, but it's a forward dropkick when you're jumping he off gets the top so turnbuckle. It was really high. It was a whole body length, I think, above the top turnbuckle. It yeah. was huge. It was huge.
1: He also did a double jump moon salt nice from the two ropes
0: yeah yeah no no yeah that was great that was great
1: i'm basking hold on a second okay yes it was a two (laughs) springboard springboard
0: onto another springboard onto a moon salt it was very very good
1: it was very good
0: Uh, honestly just in general the athleticism and the storytelling of the athleticism ironically i think it got buried a little the storytelling got buried a little Because Arn Anderson wanted Lee Johnson to start the match and Cody ended up starting and then he tagged out.
1: Well, they're trying to tell a story. Um, I just don't think they... I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's just finish the match. The match
0: match ends with Lee Johnson doing a very interesting sort of a uh, pump handle neck breaker onto a... It's a neck breaker, but he does a... It's a pump handle pickup drop on your knee, but he's holding in a pump handle. So it's it's an interesting neck breaker when they come up with a name for it or maybe I get a better description for it I'll say it again but it was a very interesting I liked move it. it was a good move
1: and good I move. liked how he counted like he was so confident that he had won with it he, that he counted with his fingers for the 1, 2, 3 I thought that was good and then we get to the part where I don't think this is going to be a popular opinion my opinion on, on the whole Arn Anderson thing so the match ends Matt Seidel and um, and and uh, Dante leave. And Arn Anderson goes into the ring with Cody and um, Lee, Lee Johnson. Job. And t- Tony Schiavone, Schiavone comes down to interview them. And then uh, it, they get booed. And um, so Cody Rhodes is like, I-, I know you've been waiting a long time. And I wanted to bring it. Where is Malachi Black? Where? And he starts screaming, where is Malachi Black? Because he wants... To fight him. Arn
0: Anderson jumps in with what is a good coach's line Cody, stop talking. Which is, you know, what you say to the guy who's about to step put his, you know, a write a check that his body can't cash. Right. You you get that guy to shut up. You get your buddy to stop. And he does it, and it's good. And then he rambles for a bit.
1: See, and my, pro- my problem is. <laughs>
0: Oh, here we go, folks.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. He went a long way around to to effectively say, I don't want to coach. You're not good enough. You don't listen to me. You're too soft. I don't want to be your coach anymore. It goes a long way around, and there's one line in the middle of this that is going to make everything else he said, and I'm going to use this word again, irrelevant. Yeah. Superfluous. There's no need for it because nobody's gonna be talking about it. The only thing they're gonna be talking about it is a line that is unnecessary and evokes other feelings other than someone being disappointed in somebody else. Correct. So their storyline up until this point is that Arn has been his coach mentor, and they're in this together. And in my opinion, he got mad. So essentially what he's saying is, I got mad that you left the ring to come see if I was okay last week when he got knocked off the side of the ring. And And then, which allowed Malachi Black to... Hold up
0: a second, I gotta say. He also said that he was mad that when Malachi beat him, he started taking his boots off as if he was going to retire. Yes. So there, there was a lead into that as two parts There's in a two row. two
1: parts, which you could have left the boots out, to be honest, because all of us want to forget that moment. It was stupid. I liked it. Um, it was, Whatever. So my problem is, why were you up on the apron? Why were you there? And then this whole time, you guys have been like, oh, you're like a dad to me. Of course, he's gonna check on you. That's their relationship,
0: and they're the nightmare family. family. So, so yeah.
1: like this whole thing, even the Malachi Black thing, you're he Cody is fighting Malachi because he got kicked by Malachi because um, Lee Johnson got kicked by got destroyed by Malachi because they're a family. They're putting up for one another. In fact, Arn's son. Had a match with Malachi for the same reason. Correct. So all of a sudden, now it's a problem? Exactly. And now he's so, too weak and now he's too soft. He's been like this forever.
0: If the argument is you're not wrestling properly and your head's not in the game. because and you got you're not your,
1: listening to me. Just
0: like last year when you got beat... By or a year and a half ago when you got beat by Brody Lee right? because you were dealing with all of this entourage and all of this big entrance and all of the clothes and you weren't thinking about the match and Brody came in there wanting to beat you and and he beat you and smashed him in what I thought was the most excessively long squash match ever but it was great second favorite Cody Rhodes match you're dark (laughs) so dark
1: Anyways, nobody's gonna be talking about this,
0: right? And that's all what I'm of saying. that
1: is now like, a, yep. like a fart in the wind.
0: And I get that he was trying to set it up so that it's sort of a repetitive. Oh, okay, we've done this before. You got to refocus and let's get back into it.
1: But now let's explain. And, babe, I, I, Javier, I would love for you to to say the line, like go okay. into it.
0: He, uh, Arne Anderson says, and I'm going to sum this up with a paraphrase. Someone comes to your car, you stop at a red light, someone comes to your car, jerks your car open, and uh, tells you to get out of the car because they're going to take your car. And you say, okay, take it, just don't hurt me. And the difference is that I, I meaning Arne Anderson, would pull out my Glock, put it up to his head, and splatter his brains on the concrete. And... What he's implying by that, what I gather that he's implying by that, having being a man that's grown up in the southern United States, is that a tough guy, a hard guy, doesn't let someone take from him and threaten his family and not get his pound of flesh. However, what he ended up saying, which I think is what's going to ruin this entire thing, is Cody yeah, we've been doing this and we set you up as a tough guy. And long-term storytelling has been happening in AEW. But that's all out the window because I used a gun line.
1: Yes. And the gun made him better, stronger, more of a man. Where Cody giving up a material thing for his life. I don't know. I just didn't like it. It hit me the wrong way. I'm sorry, I'm not.
0: People are going to be debating this line for a I know, weeks. and that's
1: the problem. Yeah. It's not about this line. It is about him leaving Cody in the ring by himself.
0: Which is what he should have been at, except that's not what he was at.
1: So AEW, hit a girl up. I will help you write. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right, on that note, and that was a good one to end on. <laughs> We're going to walk away from this. I will say that I didn't agree with the line. I wouldn't have used that line. If you're a coach and you're talking about to your player about how your player isn't playing right, you talk to him about his play. You don't talk about how you would have done it. Yeah, That's not coaching.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. All so, right, so on to the right. next.
0: And that was a big chunk of fighting. A lot. Yeah. There's
1: a lot to unpack.
0: There wasn't even any commercials. It was just commercials in the matches. So it's like <laughs> you can't even break away. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go.
1: We'll start off with uh, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen, which, by the way, I just noticed his last name is Al-In, as in all-in, A-L-L-I-N. Yes. All-In.
0: I mean, he had the name Darby Allen before the show
1: happened. Okay. I digress. Okay. Um, And they're facing Bear Country and Anthony Green.
0: Yes. Anthony Green, poor kid. All <laughs> right, so I mean that was a. It was just a. It was a fun trio sm- squash match. It was fun. Everybody had their their pops. I mean, this is for the crowd. Yeah. This is just to get the crowd transition and get them hot again so that they can have some fun.
1: Yeah, Darby went first, and then Eddie was in there did a couple of chops. Um, I paused because I was proud of myself for not calling them slaps.
0: I'm, I'm proud of you too. <laughs> I guess.
1: Although now people say that that slapped, so. Those chops slapped would be appropriate, no,
0: how would I know okay,
1: um, and then Moxley got in there, he did a couple of chops, and then um the bear country was in there and and
0: yeah, that was fun. I mean, Moxley is a bruiser, and he went up against bear uh boulder, and that did not work out. no,
1: <laughs> I thought it was funny when he tried to like pick him up off of Kingston like well, no he was trying to do and... he
0: was trying to do a, a triple power yeah. uh, triple uh, German which is not going to work no. with that man uh, at, yeah I think the funniest part of that match was Anthony Green attempting to do a cross body a very cool looking cross body mind you against Eddie Kingston and John Moxley where and they it's just... not
1: like they muscled up they just kind of were standing there <laughs>
0: yes and
1: it was like what just hit us did, did... <laughs> Did a feather,
0: <laughs> and then they did their new finisher, which is a half and half off the ropes clothesline that they called the Violent Crown. It is, it does look very mean <laughs> when they do it.
1: It was cool,
0: it's a cool move, but um, it's definitely a, a, a mean move.
1: But my other favorite part of the match was when Bear Country's out outside of the ring and they're both standing on the ramp, and um, Darby Allen's on the top rope and does a coffin drop onto them these are
0: big dudes right right but you got the opposite his
1: little 100 pound butt falling on these (laughs) big dudes would be like a leaf in the wind (laughs) i I don't understand and somehow they fall like holy crap what just fell on them (laughs) That should have been the leaf hitting a body, not not (coughs) Anthony Green, who is far larger than Darby.
0: Right, but that's the bit. That's the storytelling. It
1: was funny. It was good. It was a good ending. I enjoyed it.
0: End of the match, they gave the audience their pop. They had Sting do a Scorpion Death Drop on Anthony Green. It was pretty
1: good. And Kingston got a sign from the crowd um, with Brody Lee's name on it to honor him, which I liked well.
0: So, wow. And then next, we've got the, uh, the promo. promo. Yeah. Whoa. Ruby Soho mm-hmm. and uh, Dr. Britt Baker. D.M.D. There you go. Uh, she's a mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you've got them in a promo. It's a video promo. They're just back and forth. Uh, she every-
1: Essentially, it's just Ruby saying, um, I'm still coming after you. I know I can't jump the line. I know I have to win a couple of matches before I can face you again. And then kind of just puts Rebel and Jamie Hayter on notice that because they interfered with her winning the title... Um, their first on her list, essentially.
0: Which I like that.
1: And then, you know, Britt Baker had her good comeback about, you know. Yeah,
0: you got to go to the back of the line, baby. Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: Ruby, no, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which is dumb, but they're doing the Mean Girls thing and actually doing a good job of it. Agreed. So I, I very much like it. It's 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 not, it's on the nose without being too on the nose. Yeah, it was
1: good. So um.
0: I, I definitely like it. I like it very much. It was a good It was a good promo. After that, we get another promo, but it's setting up a match. Yes. And this promo is Matt Hardy and the Hardy Family Office.
1: Taking a page out of MJF's
0: uh, book. Oh, yeah. And burying Rochester by saying, and I'm going to paraphrase again, last year I was supposed to debut, that's I being Matt Hardy, was supposed to debut in this town of Rochester, New York. The fans start cheering. Then that, those plans were deleted because Rochester doesn't deserve me. Mm. They don't deserve big money, Matt. It's a, it's a
1: nothing good comes out of Rochester. Rochester
0: right? It's a terrible town yeah. that makes terrible people. Yes. Now the commentary had over um, a few minutes earlier put over the fact that Rochester, New York, is also the hometown of the late great. Gorilla Monsoon, one of my absolute favorite voices in all of wrestling. He was the voice of wrestling before Tony Schiavone was the voice of wrestling.
1: Yeah. So Matt was out there getting heat.
0: And he was uh, doing a great job. Jog. Look
1: at you. Huh? well heat. this Well, this is the match where.
0: Of course, of course. You are going to do all of it.
1: Everyone be prepared.
0: Orange Cassidy and the Dark Order come out with negative one. They do the ring pose where they all put their hands up. All of it is definitely very, very good. Negative all one the goes, feels. All of the feels. Negative one goes to the backstage. Um, Alex Reynolds uh, comes into the ring and starts the match. All right. Are and you ready? Evil Uno tags himself in. They're upset. And now Adelaide Laurie with every move in this 16 man tag. Take it away.
1: Are you ready, Javier?
0: I'm incredibly ready.
1: <clears throat> there were flippy flippies. Oh, floppy floppies. Oh, you did not. Under the ring, over the ring, oh. ar- around the ring. <laughs> there, oh. might a there might have been a chopper or two. A back flippy nick knee kicky thing knee kick. the knee kick is back uh, a melee in the ring with all 16 and y'all cannot expect me to understand every move that happened at that punches were thrown Um, <laughs> yeah you the same person, and, <laughs> person. we'll go over what happened with the dark order in a second when I'm done with all of my moves <laughs> um, yes more, please by
0: all means yes Go through all of the moves.
1: More kicky, (laughs) floppy, flippy thingies. And ending with a... a How would you describe this? A uh, succession of different moves. Starting with the spine buster. Then a high kick. Then a rolling elbow. Then a stunner. Then a German suplex. And then... The fatality, right? And yes. then they call over John Silver. John Silver? Yes. To uh, lay on him? No, not John
0: Silver. John, uh, yes, John Silver. Yes, you're right.
1: To lay to get the cover him up, do the cover up, and then the rest of Dark Order surrounds the uh, count so that the ring. no, 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 inside the ring. So they weren't on the outside. They were, oh. they were surrounding, you know, him getting the three count, and then so that nobody else could come in and break it up. So Dark Order wins. Correct. You guys are welcome. That was a lot of work. There's 16 people.
0: Yeah, you you did. I mean, I think our credibility is still exactly where it was. So we didn't get any better, but you didn't ruin it.
1: Excalibur, are you nervous? I'm just saying.
0: you nervous? (laughs) I'm I'm sending him this segment. I'm tagging this segment (laughs) to him on Twitter. I am tagging him this segment on Twitter.
1: All right, so let's actually get into the meat of of what this this match was because right. this is obviously in honor of Brody Lee in in an effort to bring the Dark, Dark Order back together, right?
0: Because there has been some strife over the last couple of months, which right. you know has been in a lot of the vlogs and the online content, but as well as on TV. You you've noticed that they haven't been together, they haven't been wrestling together, and it really did happen when Hangman Page. Wanted to do it on his own,
1: right? Three of them allowed that to happen, and the others wanted to come in, and that's the last time we saw Hangman.
0: Yes, that is the last time anybody saw Hangman, which means we're probably going to see him back. Probably, I'm thinking full gear is when he actually makes his comeback. I don't Your think it's before lips, that. God's ears. I don't think it's before that. I think there's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a full gear just to really set up so you can have Brian uh, Danielson and CM Punk have their heat and so, not have it taken away.
1: Uh, halfway through the match, um, uh, gosh, what's his name? He hits Evil Uno.
0: Alan Angels five.
1: He does. I thought it was the He's other the one guy. He
0: hits. No, he hits. He throws his mask at uh, Evil Uno. That's how it all starts. No,
1: no, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean in the middle of the because uh, you know they're yes, they re- I did all of that. All right.
0: right. Yes, you did. You did. You did get it through um. all of it. <laughs> The narrative is something you needed help with, because it's the story that you have a hard time (laughs) with.
1: So, the the two main guys that have issues is um, Evil Uno and Alex Reynolds. Yeah, Alex Reynolds. So, Alex Reynolds accidentally hits Evil Uno, and Evil Uno has a little bit of a a hissy fit, and he's like, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Evil Uno
0: does not talk like that. He's a great, great man. Anyway.
1: So he starts to go up the ramp and obviously Stu Grayson follows him. And then Colt Cabana is like torn, but still follows him up the ramp. And then negative one comes out with Amanda Huber and uh, Ty Conte and Anna J. Correct. And this is the best part. And I'm going to let you do it. Little little baby evil Uno. <laughs> I mean, little baby negative one.
0: Negative one grabs the papers out of his back pocket and throws them at evil Uno he he gets it like he just got slapped in the face by, like, a huge slap. Yeah. Uh Stu is just stunned. And then and, Amanda tells them to get back in the ring. Well,
1: Negative One starts yelling at him, like, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. And then Amanda come, chimes in as well, like, you guys get it together. Um, And so they go back to the
0: ring. And that's where the end of the sequence really starts and then ends with just them doing the job and, you know, winning as a unit. Working they're,
1: together. There's a big
0: hug at the end. Amanda, Ty uh Anna J, Evil, negative uh, <laughs> one.
1: Negative one gets up on 10's um, yeah. shoulders.
0: Favorite wrestler.
1: Oh, man. And when they're doing the back angle with the looking at the back of the head and there's a sign in the background. So you, you have a, a negative one on top of 10 when mm-hmm. it's sitting on his shoulders then all you see is their backs. And then in the background of that is one sign that is clear as day that says it's Wednesday night and you know what that means.
0: And it's a picture of Brody Lee, yeah. uh, a drawing of Brody Lee. It's amazing. It was, it was good. It was that good. I, that, that part, which was, it was a silly match. You know, her her Adelaide's description of the moves notwithstanding, <laughs> it was a silly match and it was good and it was silly fun. And if you're a Brody Lee fan, there should be a tribute, like, every three months. I mean, he's just, I he don't, just amazing. I,
1: I think they do a great job, and I i thought it was very well done.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, then after the match, was, there was another promo, right? It was Leo what? Rush. Oh, yeah, Leo. Yeah, so we're going to get Leo Rush. Didn't really say anything. He's now a money manager, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> he's, we'll see where that goes. Yeah, he's uh, LBO... Leo. Yeah. So I don't know. He's a good wrestler, and he can cut a sick promo. He's
1: good on the mic. So
0: I, he's great in the ring. Yeah. So there's really nothing bad about the 26 year old piece of gold, and I'd like to see what happens next. Well,
1: speaking of next, let's get to it.
0: People like to make the joke that AEW has a women's segment where they get the one woman's match or the two women's match. I'm going to go ahead and say that it's the promo section of the show.
1: (laughs) For this one, for sure.
0: Holy moly. All right. I brought back holy moly. (laughs) All right. So check this out. First things first, you get FTR in a video promo. They've got uh, Tully Blanchard right next to them talking about how they're refocused. And that's going to be very bad news for every other tag team in AEW. They mentioned the pinnacle. Right. Which means the pinnacle is its own thing. But it could be that this is the faction thing where the factions aren't right next to each other at all times because you've been saying that for a while. Correct. And it's entirely possible that now the factions are, hey, we're part of a faction and we don't have to break up. Just because we're not next to each other.
1: But we want to get ours.
0: Exactly. So we're going to get ours as part of the pinnacle. Correct. Which I think is a good promo. It was a very quick one. It was what? 45 seconds? Yeah. Solid. Moving on.
1: We had uh, Dan Lambert for some reason still yelling at me. Why is this old man yelling at me?
0: Did he hear the way that you described all the moves in the last match?
1: No. He's too deaf. He can't hear me
0: okay i don't know, uh, you know it might I be mean, the reason that might be the reason
1: oh <laughs> uh, i okay in all seriousness I, I don't understand why he's there after listening to the entire promo i thought scorpio sky did a great job on his own they are complete heels
0: yeah you were saying something about what you thought his similarities yes yeah,
1: so, and and i don't think i'm alone we've not heard a what chant um, from AEW in a while, if at all, I honestly can't remember. I don't think it might have happened. heard a
0: full what chant. No, yeah. never.
1: So when I was watching him in the very beginning, he was very rock-esque. He paused like the rock. He told him to shut up. So instead of saying, shut your mouth, he said, shut up. And then he went into his promo and his timing, his movements. He, every, it was very, um. It reminded me of The Rock, and I think it reminded the audience of The Rock too because they just started in with "what, what," and everybody hates that chant. So I don't understand why they do it anymore. I don't know why
0: anybody does it. It's the worst chant in all yeah. of wrestling.
1: But if you take that out, it was a great. He did. He did a, a great promo. True. Really good.
0: True. True. And AEW fans, please stop chanting "what" at yeah. anybody. Every okay.
1: fan, please stop chanting yeah, "what." Just,
0: it's terrible.
1: Um. And then, so he starts off kind of like even keel, like here it is, here how I'm telling you, it's aggressive, but it's not loud, it's not screaming at you, but then Ethan Page (laughs) gets on the mic, and I swear he didn't take a breath. No, he shuts down that
0: what channel. He shut it down
1: quick, and it was good, it was better than Dan Lambert, in my opinion. Oh yeah,
0: so much better. So
1: now my question is to you, Mm -hmm. why is he there?
0: Dan Lambert? Yeah,
1: where... Is he bringing in other MMA people? I don't know.
0: No, I don't know about that, but I do believe, and this is my honest opinion, is that uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are phenomenal talents. The problem, and they cut a good promo, the problem is they're not over enough.
1: No, they weren't in the beginning, um, but they definitely are now. Like, you've done your job now what is your purpose now
0: i don't know that he's done his job let's give it a little bit longer let it play out this is i know i'm the guy that says this a lot we'll see but you know he's only really been doing it for about three weeks so let's give him a little bit longer yeah
1: i think your timing's off well that's entirely off.
0: possible i have admitted that that is yeah. a weakness so okay then you've got cheetah and Serena Deep cutting a small promo again, promo section of the yeah. show. Uh, other video promo. Sheeta is coming up on her 50 wins, which I I could be wrong about this. Quote me if you want, but um, I believe Jungle Boy was the first person to hit 50 wins in AEW. So Shida being the first woman to hit 50 wins, that's a big deal. Big deal. And uh, I think her English just sounds so much better. I think she's doing a, such a good job. Yeah. So I, I very much want to see where this goes, and I like Serena Deep. I like Serena Deep winning. I'm, ba- I'm glad she's back from injury. Sure. Um, but if Sheeta beats her and gets her fiftieth win, I'm about that. I can live yeah. with that.
1: Uh, and then we get Anna Jay and Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny. So it's the one match wrapped up in all of these promos.
0: I'm gonna say this: I like that both of these teams were teams. Yeah, okay, the Bunny and Penelope Ford don't have a name, but they're a team. Yeah. they dressed alike, you know? They, they they come down the ramp alike. And then Ty Conti and Anna Jay are actually called Ty J. so...
1: Yeah, I've heard it said that maybe uh, this is for tag teams in the women's um, match, in the women's... Division? Division, thank you, I was going to say department, I don't know why Um, because we're going shopping (laughs) ladies and
0: gentlemen the women's department
1: (laughs) and then I've heard people saying you know, I prefer them to get their singles in order before they start doing I think they go hand in hand I don't think you have to get one in order and then start the next I think if you can incorporate as many women's matches in each uh, show whether it be singles and or tag teams I think that's is what's going to elevate the women's division.
0: I agree. I think that uh, if it's true that they get a TBS title for the women, uh, a mid-card title for the women, I'm really happy that that means that there's a potential for, you know, two, maybe three matches on a Dynamite show for women, which will be, I know women's matches, it should just be matches and you book good storylines. I get that. But honestly, titles mean engagement. And yes, that does mean that the uh, what are they called now? They're not the iconics anymore. What are they now?
1: I have no idea. You, are they on AEW? Not
0: yet. They've they're got visa. Either. They've <laughs> got visa issues. They haven't then been I able don't to know wrestle because their 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 non-compete is over, but yeah. they have visa issues, so they haven't been able to wrestle. Which I they're Australian.
1: Yeah, but she's married to.
0: It doesn't matter. Okay, you just have to work. Going. Okay, regardless. Uh yeah. So I would. Absolutely love to see a tag team division in AEW, and that means that we can add more women to the show and get more tag teams.
1: Yeah, but anyway, so this match was again, I think, a Brody Lee um, match, just to get it on the air because you know he was, like I said before, Anna Jay was a big, um, she, like, she was helped a lot by Brody Lee, so I think this match was to to. A have a women's match and B honor Brody Lee, um, so it was nice. It was a good match. It was fun. There's a couple of eh, moments. Um, I thought they did really well um, in the end. <laughs> Anna J got Penelope Ford in a Queen Slayer. She is
0: on a roll, folks. Wow. She is on fire.
1: And they won, which was really nice. And then um, Negative One came out and hugged them, and so that was a good yeah. little moment.
0: Absolutely, it was a good match. It yeah. ended all right. I mean, you know, we don't give ratings, but you know, it was a decent enough match.
1: It was decent. It wasn't. It, was it didn't of... drag
0: the show down. No, it did not drag not the show all. down. It was very good. It stayed. It stayed the course. Yeah. After that, the promos continued. <laughs> Nyla Rose, Jade Cargill. And Thunder Rosa had another video, pre-recorded video promo. These were good, though. This was a very good promo. Nala Rose probably delivering the best promo she's done ever. Yeah. And Jade Cargill definitely bringing her game up. And Thunder Rosa being the only one without a manager. So the only non-heel without a manager. It worked out, though. Thunder Rosa looked good. They're two... I mean, Jade Cargill and Nala Rose are monster heels in the women's division. So these are these are these are tower heels or monster heels, and so they 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 cover a lot of ground. And Thunder Rosa, yeah, definitely looked like the plucky babyface, the talented yeah. babyface.
1: And so. and this is for the three way match on. This is for Rampage. a three way
0: match on Rampage. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, I liked it.
0: A very female centered show, Rampage this year, this uh, week,
1: I'm okay. when you've
0: got Sheeta and Deeb also on there.
1: Yeah, and then finally. <laughs> La Piste de Resistance. Uh, oh, you and your
0: French teacher. He had to come back. <laughs> huh?
1: He wasn't there tonight. My French teacher was maybe in Paris. I don't know. You have a thing. Um, so, MJF and Wardlow come out, and MJF is uh, cutting a promo, talking about the four pillars. You know, Jungle Boy is a pillar, but MJF beat him. Um, Sammy Guevara is a pillar, MJF beat him. Darby Allen, whatever, moves on quick. <laughs> and then he says, but the strongest pillar, the best pillar, cue all my attributes, is me and my Maxwell Jacob Friedman.
0: Right. Now, pillars is a term that is used because there was it was set up like the Four Pillars of Heaven is a, uh, a Japanese wrestling thing. And there are some very good wrestlers that are a part of that. MJF in his youth and exuberance, I think is doing a very good thing for the smart marks, which I'm not a big fan of that phrase, but you know, for the smart marks to really set us up and say, Ooh, look at what I know and look at how I do this as well as to get us to go. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a, it's a good gimmick. Yeah. However,
1: well, he follows it up with saying he wants to be, AEW world champion. So, this is officially
0: a, a gauntlet drop where he right. says it doesn't matter to him if it's, you know, Kenny Omega or not. He wants the, a world title shot and he wants to be the world champion.
1: Yeah. And if which, he doesn't get what he wants, he has Bruce Pritchard's number on speed dial.
0: Right. Which, wow. of course, CM Punk did say having Bruce Pritchard's number on speed dial. I have Bruce Pritchard's number on speed dial. Having Bruce Pritchard's number on speed dial doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Everybody's got his number.
1: And then with that, um, Darby Allen comes, his music starts playing, he comes out.
0: Yes. The fans were very happy with that. They tried to shut down uh, MJF. That did not work. Did
1: not work.
0: And boy,
1: did he start off with a bang, and I don't mean that as a pun. No. Because the first thing he says is, you know, <laughs> something about him being a
0: school shooter mime. Yeah, he says, I dig your whole school shooter mime on a skateboard, and yeah. that's just, wow. Yeah,
1: and that wow. Darby is We do not best. agree
0: that, that there's anything funny about school shootings and Annihilation Killers and all that stuff, but, I mean, no, I MJF mean, is straight up making fun of Darby Allen's yes. lifestyle, and it was actually funny. Yeah.
1: Um that Darby Allen is, is second best and it's okay to be second best because we all know that I, MJF, am number one. Right. And you know, if, if I'm not recognized then I'm I'm gonna leave. And and Darby actually says, Hey, go. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Uh leave. Nobody cares. Um I mean, yeah. which <laughs> at that point
0: <laughs> At that point MJF decided to go. Metal on metal Mm. and grind. Now, here's the thing. The majority of AEW fans consume all, if not most, of the AEW content. So you're going to say 70% of these fans. That's a number that was come up with by someone else. I'm not making that one up. However, there is a very popular story when it comes to Darby Allin. It is about how when he was young, the reason why he never had a drink, the reason why he doesn't do drugs, is because his uncle was driving him one day and got into an accident and his uncle was drunk at the time and died. That made that shaped his life very seriously and how he would never want to take that kind of risk not only with his life but with anybody he cared about's life. Darby Allen is very committed to that lifestyle and anybody who's ever seen him in an interview has known knows that story. He's not ashamed of that story.
1: Right. So I personally think um he had to have cleared that with Darby. They they knew that he was gonna say that. Of course. It. He allowed that to happen because they're wrestlers, they understand. And MJF is getting heat. And as sorry as as the whole thing unfolded, it was handled perfectly because Darby just stood there and listened to him. Didn't punch him, didn't put a hand on him, nothing. Until he was done saying, you know, the wrong person died in the car accident.
0: Yeah. I mean, MJF spoke about that in a mocking tone. Yeah. And any kind of life tragedy like that where someone is mocking you. Yes, that person mocking you for a real life tragedy is absolutely the heel. He's absolutely the villain in in front of you. MJF sold him being the bad guy. To the point where the audience had no idea what to chant. They chanted asshole. (laughs) They chanted asshole. They had so much other things in my mind that they could have done on that one. But they chanted asshole. They were out of material.
1: Yeah. So So, then Darby finally picks up the mic and says, "You're, You're not getting in my head. You are not going to destroy me mentally. This is it.
0: MJF uh, taps Wardlow, who's in the ring with him, and he's uh,
1: like, "Oh, not gonna, not gonna break you down mentally. We're out of here." Yeah, it's spot on. My yeah, yeah.
0: Your MJF spot was spot on, great. Uh, wow. And so uh, yeah, he gets out of the ring. He says, "Oh, you know, he's he's speaking at him while he's walking away. I'm not gonna break you mentally. We'll see." And I'm gonna say that I enjoyed this promo. I thought it was a good strong promo to end Ooh, the it's big... it's
1: a line, but it was it good. It
0: definitely strode a line. I enjoyed the promo. I'm, I'm not going to say I necessarily liked it. I liked that MJF and Darby Allin are finally going to interact with each other. I like that. Yes. I like that MJF has finally thrown down the gauntlet right before the two-year anniversary of Dynamite that he wants to be world champion. I like that. I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't believe that you get to make fun of people's personal tragedies. I think that that's rough. That's hard cheese. I
1: think they knew exactly. I think Brian Pillman Jr. knew. I think Darby yeah. Allen knew. Um, and in a, in a weird kind of way, it kind of puts it out in front, center, front and center, his reasons why. Um, that he is straight edge. And, and uh, maybe somebody hears that and goes, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe I won't do this. Or maybe I will follow this kind of lifestyle. Which isn't a bad thing.
0: No, no, no. So, it's not a bad thing. They do a know, lot of community outreach. And if you're having people watch the show and maybe they're young and maybe they hear this and they go, wow, what a jerk MJF is. And then they think, but is that a true story? And then some parent gets to say, yeah, it, yeah, that's true.
1: It opens up the line of communication, which... You know what?
0: We're we're fans of that. So, wow. Okay. So now we're getting ready to get into that main event.
1: All right. Let's see what's next.
0: Boo. 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 All
1: right. All right.
0: Well, you don't get to like everything in life.
1: So this was the final match.
0: the main event: Miro, the Redeemer, God's favorite champion, versus Sammy Guevara.
1: <laughs> Sammy Guevara.
0: I mean, okay, is he a talented wrestler? On scale of one to ten, I mean, easily he's top like top ten, it top was, five in the company. Who knows? It he's was ridiculous. a good
1: match. Yeah, it was
0: a good match, but the kid can't act.
1: All right. Well, I mean, it started off strong.
0: Yeah, it was. It did started out great
1: did their thing, knee strikes, or failed knee strikes. Yeah, the,
0: the, the, the physical storytelling was actually pretty decent in this match. Yeah. I, I don't have much bad to say about Actually, I don't have anything bad to say about the physical storytelling as far as moves being done and how they related, even though a lot of it and some of the best parts of it were done in picture-in-picture again.
1: Yeah. Which is annoying, it especially is annoying.
0: if you're going to do a title change. It really is annoying, but I'm, you know what? Like, they gave me quality wrestling in every match, so it was quality wrestling again. I I don't know. I, I didn't see Sammy Guevara taking the title off of Miro, which is what happened, but sorry, spoilers for the end of the match. But, uh, I mean, everybody wrestled well.
1: They did. They, Miro they...
0: looked like a champion that was facing a plucky... Babyface.
1: No, see, I disagree. I don't think Miro looked like a champion. He looked like an um, uh, over... He's a champion, but he had like a... Too confident. He was overconfident. Okay. And he was peacocking around the ring when he could have won at that point. He was peacocking in the ring he could have won at that point. It was a good match. There was a lot of back and forth. There was a lot of throwing of people, because um, Sammy is so small and Miro is. a I mean, guy. Sammy's
0: like six foot. Like he's not small, but. Oh, I know. mean in comparative terms. Oh, Miro, Miro, Miro was throwing them all over the place. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Sammy. Sammy did a lot of twists and turns and jumps and dives and. Gotta learn some of these moves. No, I don't. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about they're Sure part. they're everybody picturing knows what. in their heads right now. they're like, yeah, 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 that was that part. I know it. You guys are with me, right? <laughs> right?
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, dear Lord, okay, way to bring me back, but yeah, uh it, it was a good match. I mean Sammy Guevara does a fantastic well, actually, there's a lot of risk and reward. He did not crash and burn. Actually, I don't think he, he didn't crash and burn at all. No. Uh, one time, the beginning of the match, he tried to do a, a shooting star splash on a standing Miro, which I guess he was trying to do it sort of like a a, 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 uh, a cross body off the top rope, but he did it as a shooting star. It's an interesting look. If he was on the outside, I think it would have played better. But in the ring is where they were, and Miro caught him. him. They kind of fell over. Miro picked him right back up and did a throwaway suplex with belly to belly throwaway suplex, which was great. It looked like this is what happens when you try and go up against a really big strong guy. Right. But the other the other risk reward moves that Sammy did, he did a crossbody where they both went over the top rope. He Miro was he had. He had thrown Miro into a couple turnbuckles. The post, because they were outside of the ring. Sorry about that. He had thrown him in the post and then he slammed his head against the stairs a couple of times. Mm -hmm. He's outside of the ring. Sammy's in the ring. Sam does a run towards the corner. Jumps over the corner. Flipping and lands on Miro outside of the ring. Mm -hmm. That's a spot that I mean, I think maybe, maybe five guys in the company can pull off. Yeah. And he Sammy also, is definitely one of them.
1: He also did a Spanish fly.
0: He did a standing Spanish fly. And that fly. was awesome. Let me tell you that... you That know, was amazing. The, the, the standing Spanish fly is as much the person that's doing it with you as you. It is one of the few joint moves in a match. They both have to work together. Miro is as good as advertised.
1: Yeah. And here's the deal, right? (laughs) So, I might not know the moves or the wrestlers sometimes or get their names right. And uh, it's not because I don't love them, but I just love the storytelling when it's good. And Miro sells a story like no other. He sells that his neck is, he's infallible because of his, or not infallible because of his neck. He has a weakness, his neck. He flexes his fingers. His, his face shows like, oh, where am I? Kind of a confusion. He stumbles over. And the more they attack his neck, the more he sells that his neck is hurting him. And it works. Not that I wanted Sammy Guevara to be the champion, because I don't. The TNT champion? Because I don't. Because I uh, thoroughly enjoy... Miro the Redeemer as the champion but I'm excited to see where this goes um for Miro um to see if something else happens I I don't really I don't really know where they go with it for Sammy um because he didn't win on his own because Fuego Del Sol came out and distracted Miro And then Sammy got back in the ring, attacked his neck a couple of times.
0: Yeah, pushed him into the turn. Pushed pushed, him head first into an exposed turnbuckle. Correct,
1: which Miro had exposed all four of them. So take your pick of any of them. Um, And then there was a Tornado DDT.
0: Nice. Yes.
1: Which Miro sold like no other. Yeah. And then there's a six
0: thirties. it is yes fantastic work that's very good give yourself a round of applause on that one because sammy guevara is one of the few guys that i've ever seen hit that i mean it's not a move that hasn't been hit before him but he's one of the few guys that i've ever seen hit a 630 cent on it always looks brutal when he lands it yes it is never going to be a situation where I think Sammy Guevara cannot wrestle.
1: Yes, and that
0: he, he can't act. Agreed. He is an acrobat without any actual acting. He is he is to pro wrestling what NASCAR is to sports. People think NASCAR is great and some people love nah. Sammy Guevara. Nah. I think it's driving. And a guy who does acrobatics.
1: Don't listen to him. He's just moody. He did not <laughs> expect that. He doesn't care about NASCAR. He doesn't know, whatever. So it was good. It was a good, fun match. Fine. Thank you. Take I'm it not, back.
0: I'm not taking back the NASCAR. Take thing. it back. Fine. I, t- I take back the NASCAR thing. Those guys are athletes. Well, athletic, if anything. Thank you. Else. So
1: he won off the six thirty centon.
0: Which um, it should be a finisher. That move should always be a finisher.
1: Yes. And that, I don't think
0: anybody should kick out of that.
1: I like that they had like uh, confetti coming into the, like, and everybody came out. Negative One came out. Um, all of the faces came out to congratulate him. Dante was out there. This I, the I. This is the
0: problem. I
1: understand, but, like, you know, it.
0: My problem wasn't that he beat Miro, it's that he did it as a baby face.
1: Okay, so here's my deal. Let's see where this goes. Let's let it play out. I'm being you, you being me. Let's let it play out. Okay. All right.
0: Fine. No, no, no. We'll let it play out. We're going to watch it obviously because we have so much control over their storytelling. We're going to um, We are going to allow fingers
1: this. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Tony getting... Khan, I've shouted out. So let's do it again. Need a writer. No.
0: <laughs> Regardless of that, Uh, I think that, yeah, I think we let it play out. I just, I really, really, really wish that Sammy was as good as his his physical abilities say.
1: Hey, let's, maybe he'll get there.
0: And the thing is, and the thing is that if you've ever consumed any of his, any of the uh, extra content, because he's got his vlog and stuff like that, he's actually very funny and very entertaining. It's the in the ring stuff that does not connect for me at all.
1: All right. So,
0: but... Again.
1: We're going to close this out.
0: Yeah, let's wish him luck with uh, his future endeavors. No, I'm (laughs) kidding. I'm kidding. kidding.
1: Let's just hope that it's a good. We're going another
0: direction. Let's just hope that it's a good uh, championship run because at the moment, the TNT Championship has never had a bad run. And I just don't want Sammy to ruin it.
1: All right, well, let's see where it goes.
0: Okay. Well, that was a fun show. It was. So. Uh, overall?
1: Overall, I liked it. Um, I can't really say anything bad about it other than Bray White didn't show up. But <laughs> Yeah,
0: you know what? It's funny. We're so spoiled by AEW and getting what we want as fans that we just assume we're always going to get what we want. And Wait. so that's just wild to me that I felt that way or that I've allowed myself to feel that way.
1: So here's the thing with me. I just want to clear this up. There's two things I want to say. One is... Um, when Bray Wyatt was in the WWE, I wasn't watching the WWE. I was not watching any of their shows. Uh, someone, and I believe it might've been you or your brother showed me the fire, fire, firefly Funhouse.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And his comeback, then the I
1: would watch just to see where his story went. And I think, um, in the words of most wrestling fans, he got screwed and I, and I got screwed. Because I never got to see where he wanted to go with that story, okay. And I did not watch the Wyatt family swamp house thing, Bobby. I don't know what it was. <laughs> um, so I no
0: idea why his finishers called the sister Abigail. <laughs> nothing. I know nothing.
1: I know she's a little puppet in his Firefly <laughs> funhouse thing. So. <laughs> God, that's so good. <laughs> I'm excited to have him be at a place where I can watch the evolution of his stories. Agreed, Hopefully, agreed. the way he wants to tell it, if he does eventually show up on AEW. The second thing I want to say
0: mm-hmm.
1: is the thing I liked the most about this episode. The thing I liked the most about this episode was the commentary. I thought they did a great job. I think it was the best the job they The entire they've done. night. I thought CM Punk was hysterical. He was. Um, he had some one-liners in there. He had stories that he kept bringing back up, like the Lloyd's of London insurance thing, which I think is just funny. It's really all funny. get out. That's so, old school too, because nobody's way old school. Nobody's done
0: anything like that. Um, ever in So years.
1: <laughs> I don't think they'd probably do it anymore. They probably lost money on that. <laughs> so
0: you know, yeah, it's like an old Bobby Heenan bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's but.
0: Yeah, that's it good was, stuff. It was
1: great. And I it was a great show. I think it was made better because of the commentary. So I, I don't think we talked about it enough or at all. We really did. So I really wanted to, to clear that up too. So
0: Okay, uh, I really, I like the show. If you ask me to, would I watch it again, well, yeah. I mean, I like wrestling and I watch wrestling again and again. There's very few episodes of, of wrestling shows that I like that I won't watch again. But this one... This one would make me come back to it because of the quality wrestling and some of the moves. I watched it on Fight TV instead just so I don't have the commercial breaks. Uh, I don't... You know what? I'm, I, we don't have enough of an audience for me to have to worry about apologizing for my uh, bashing of Sammy Guevara. I told you he was just in a bad mood. It's that uh, Sammy will never be the person that I would have wanted to beat Miro. And so that's where I was on that. I'm not a big Miro stan, but Miro has grown on me in the last couple of years, and I think that he's fantastic. Now, shout-outs to Joe Gibbs Racing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about...
1: Then it's not for you. Then it wasn't
0: for you. (laughs) Because if you know, you know. And uh, if not, then, you know, whatever. Uh, However, yeah, I mean... As a wrestling fan for as long as I have been, I have very particular tastes and they're very and they're the way that I like them. And AEW has done a fantastic job of giving me exactly what I want whenever I want. This time, I'm just going to have to say it's not for me, but the show was. There you go. There you go. I did like the show. There you go. Every match, including the main event, I liked. And when I separate my own fanboy watts from it, it's a very good match. It was good. and a very deserved win since he's been there since the beginning. Agreed. All right.
1: All right well, I,
0: you know what? This has been you like we like what we like, and we know you like it. So thank hopefully.
1: you. All right, I want to thank all the listeners. at um, once hopefully follow us on or yeah follow us on whatever platform you listen to us on. Um, hit us up. Uh, With any questions or comments in our email, which is podcast at gmail.com. We are listening. We will pay attention. We will answer anything you have. Um, And if we get up to 50 followers, and I'll even, you know, across the board, 50 followers, I'll do a match in ASMR. How's
0: that? That was good. I Uh. liked it. All right. (laughs) Thank you all very much. Thank you.
1: Yay!